Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. Jesus wants us to know that he is grieving because it is not his will that one should perish. And we're not listening to him. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're showing us things to come, that you're sharing your feelings with us, that you're making it known to us that you are a real person with compassion, just like we have compassion for each other. You have compassion for us. You are in love with us. We give you all the praise and all the glory in your name. Amen. You know, even though he is God, he is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords, and he has all the say-so. He's still compassionate, and he's in love with us. And he was talking to me about how when God, when, when God says to go, and his wrath hits the earth. And you know, when his wrath comes, it, it's because of the evil of the, because of the people who think they're God and they think they can do anything. But those of us who don't make a choice, we're going to get caught in the crossfire. We're going to needlessly fall into hell. And that isn't what he wants. And so he's saying, listen, make a choice now. It's not nonchalant, a nonchalant thing. It's not whatever, whatever, whatever will be. You have to make a real choice that you want to live with him forever. You have to choose him now. Second Peter 3, 9, the Lord does not delay. He's not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness. But he is long-suffering. He is suffering. He is in agony. He is grieved that we're not listening and we're not ready. And so he knows everything that's going to happen, and he needs to put a stop to the evil, just like he did in the day of Noah. And so he's grieving that we're not listening to him. We're not making a choice. We're not getting ready. He's extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but all should turn to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will vanish away and pass away, and a thunderous crash and the material elements of the universe will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and the works that are upon it will be burned up. Everything's going to burn. Everything's going to melt. And when that time comes, he longs for you to be ready. You know, he was talking to me about a couple of groups of people, and there are some people that get it, and they're saying, Lord, I'm not ready Show me what I need to do. I don't want to be that one that you say to on that day, I didn't know you, away from me, you who practice lawlessness. I don't want to be the one that doesn't know you. I, I'm, I'm humbling myself before you to find out if I'm right with you when you come. And that's where you want to be. That's what you want to do. You want to be afraid of missing it. You don't want to be prideful and think you got it all together and Jesus is going to come and you're, you're going to make it. Don't assume that on your own because the kingdom of God is taken by force. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that it's not a fight. It's a fight to believe. Yes, if you believe and you call on him, his name, that is a fight right there. Just to believe, to live in this world with all this opposition we have going on and still believe. And so if you're asking him, if you're on your knees every day, if you're taking that correction that he's giving you to, to live in his likeness, you know, he said um, when he was talking about um, the fruit, you have to have good fruit. 
And um, if, if you don't have good fruit, you hadn't been to counsel. You got to let him change your life. You got to let him show you who he is. And there's not much time left to do that. He's telling us he's coming well in advance so that you have time. I don't know how far in advance. If you read Matthew 24, you can see that he's already at the door. He showed me he's already at the door. And when the father says, open the door, he's going to open the door. And you don't want to be caught in the in the crossfire of that storm that's coming up. Actually, I'm going to read that to you right now. Matthew 7, beware the false prophets who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they're devouring wolves. You will fully recognize them by their fruit. You know, he's talking about those who call themselves Christians. What kind of fruit is in their lives? Do they have in their lives? Even so, every healthy sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration, but the sickly, decaying, worthless tree bears bad fruit. A good, healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can it be bad diseased tree, nor can a bad diseased tree bear excellent fruit worthy of admiration. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. And so he's, he's talking to people that call themselves Christians, but they're, they're really not. They're just pretending. They're just doing things that they think are going to make them right with God. But we have to have a relationship with him, and we have to let him um, teach us how to live in his kingdom and not think that we can just go on sinning. There's, you know, another category of people that just think, oh yeah, I'm ready. You know, Jesus bled, he died for me. I, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do any works. And then I have that misunderstood with obeying him. So if Jesus died for you and you believe in him, you're going to want to obey him. You're going to want to get to know him. You're going to want to not sin. If he lives on the inside of you, he's going to convict you of sin. And if you're not being convicted of sin, then you've ignored him. And then he's even moved out. Jesus said, him and his father live with those, inside of those who are in agreement with him. And so it, it's easy to be deceived and thinking you're right with God. The Pharisees thought they, they were these religious rulers, and they were just religious. And religious is just practicing something. There, there is, you know, then there's another group of people who say, I'm not religious, and um, I have my own religion. I go to my own church, and that has nothing to do with Jesus, and it tells us that in Romans. It has nothing to do with Jesus. He's a person. He's in love with you. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what, ch- what religion you are, what church you go to. When he comes, you need to have known him. He's not religious. He's not a religion. He is a man. He is the Son of God, God who created the universe. Again, it doesn't matter what religion you are or what you believe outside of believing him. He is the one you have to go to. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So not everyone goes to heaven, which is another theory. Many will say to me on that day, but Lord, we prophesied in your name. We drove out demons in your name, done many mighty works in your name. And I will say to them openly and publicly, I never knew you depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Can you see the line of the sheep and the goats? Can you see the line of people being ready to be judged by Jesus? 
And then he say to you, I didn't know you, you practice lawlessness. And you're saying, but Lord, I did this and I did that. And he's like, but I didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to obey me. You said you believed in me, but if you believe in me, you're going to obey me. You're going to get on my side. And, you know, the thing about that is if you want to do works for him, tell him, tell people he is coming and they have to know him and he's a real person. If you're ready, then you you are doing that or have done that. Or you can share this video to tell someone if you're not ready to tell someone. But our life should reflect that. We should have that good fruit. And you should get to the place where you're not ashamed to say, I love Jesus. I live for Jesus. I don't do that because Jesus said not to do that. If you love him, then you're going to obey him. You're going to bow down to him. That's what you're going to do. And so anyway, here, here's the, the next thing that he says. Everyone who hears those words of mine and acts on them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, this amplified classic Bible, sensible, prudent, practical, wise man, that's where these extra words come in, who built his house on the rock. So your life here, if you're, if you're building it on the word of God, if you're living your life his way, if he's correcting you, if you're on your knees every day saying, correct me, teach me how to live in your kingdom, then you're building your house on the rock and he's calling you wise. So, and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. When the storm comes, you're not going to fall apart. You're not going to be going, Lord, Lord, but I did this and I did that because you know the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to be thrown into hell. You're going to fall into hell because you didn't do what he said to do. The storm is going to come and you're just going to be blown away. And everyone who says, hears these words of mine and does not do them is like a stupid, foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell and great and complete was the fall of it. It'll be doomsday for many. But if you pick Jesus, if you let him help you get that good fruit growing, if you're, if you're living in his kingdom, doing his will, obeying him, and actually um, doing what you say, then you're going you're, you're to be taken to heaven. You're going to live with him forever and ever and ever, and you're going to be happy. This place right here is temporary. So um, I have these groups of people that I have written down. So then there's some that, um, and, and I've witnessed all of these kinds of people. There's some who, they're, they're thinking they're not ready, and they're thinking, well, I didn't get to finish living my life here. I want my kids to grow up and be able to get married. I want to do this, I want to do that before Jesus comes. Because why are they thinking that they want to do that before he comes? Like, there is no eternity. There is no new heaven and new earth. There's no living after you leave here, which is wrong. And um, so they start avoiding Jesus, and they avoid the subject, and they don't want to talk about it or think about it because they don't want it to happen, and that is not going to make Jesus go away. And if you're doing that, you're going to get caught in that storm. So you want to wake up now and find out who, who Jesus is and find out what life is going to be like when you leave here. Find out what eternity is like. And you know, it is a struggle to get there, but in that struggle, it is so worth it. And, and the, str the struggle is to love 
and to just keep your focus on Jesus and not get caught up in the evil traps of the enemy that are all around you. And that's why Jesus said even before this, stay on that narrow path. Stay on the straight and the narrow because you don't want to get caught on that wide path and then just get blown hither and thither and everywhere and fall needlessly into hell. I always say that because a girl told her testimony and she told, um, God told her to tell people if they don't make a choice, they're going to fall needlessly into hell. You don't, hell is made for the devil and his angels. It's made for evil. And God doesn't want you to get caught up in that. So that's what he's saying. So the people that want to stay here and don't want Jesus to come have a lack of knowledge, Hosea says. Just to confirm that, that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. We won't take the time to get to know him and find out and face up to what's happening. We can't avoid Jesus and then because we're avoiding him, think he won't come. And you don't know when you're going to leave here. I had just um, this last week realized that we don't know the hour or the day that we're going to stand before Jesus, but he is going to come and get us. He said to the disciples, "Don't, don't be upset. I'm leaving, but be encouraged. I have a place. I'm going to go get ready for you, and then I'm going to come and get you myself and take you where I am. So you might leave before that. And he's going to come and get you if you're his, and he's going to take you where he is. He's going to get a place ready for you when you cling to him, when you get up every day and you talk to him. And it's not silly to talk to Jesus. He's a real person, and he comes if you invite him, and he lives on the inside of you, and he talks to you all the time because he cares for you. He loves you. He said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All the anxiety you go through, all, all the things that are going on in the world. I had one person say to me when I, this just reminded me of that, when I asked him if he knew Jesus, he said, I don't need that on top of everything I'm going through, as if Jesus is a problem. Jesus is going to take away your problems. He's going to deal with things for you. You can rest with him. Anyway, so then we talked about those who think they're ready. Jesus shed his blood for me, and I can just continue to sin because I'm only human. And as I said before, him living on the inside of you, he's not going to encourage you to sin. He's going to discourage you from sinning. He's going to convict you, and you're going to want to follow that conviction. Don't ignore him. And after he tells you what you're doing isn't right, you know, it doesn't always feel so good, but then he tells you the good side of it. And one is you're going to have eternal life. You're going to be set free. That sin has you in bondage as the enemy trying to lead you into destruction. Anything you're in bondage to is the enemy. Any sin that you carry around is bondage. And Jesus is only trying to set you free. And in Revelation 3.19, he says that he corrects those he loves. Revelation 3.20, he said, I am knocking at the door of your heart. And if you heed my voice and invite me in, then I'm going to dine with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to get you ready for heaven. John 15.5 says we can't do anything without him. You can't even get ready to live in heaven with him. So you need to submit to him today. Come close to him, and he will come close to you. And um, so I think I talked about every subject he wanted me to hear today. And um, 
I guess, a little bit more about people saying that they're not religious and um, they don't believe in that kind of thing. I just want to encourage you, if that's you today, to um, Jesus isn't religion, as I said. He's a person. But get on your knees and start talking to him, and he will make himself known to you. The Bible, in fact, says he has made himself known to everyone. And if you ignore him, he will go away. I mean, he won't bother you. He won't interrupt your life if you don't want him to. But you do want him to interrupt your life. You do want to know the truth. Because if you don't, then you're going to end up going to hell. And that is what he's so grieved about. He's crying. He's weeping. He keeps telling me, get ready. I'm coming. And I'm going to relay that to you. Get ready. He's coming. Get ready. Get to know him. Get on your knees and find out what you need to do to be ready so you're not left here in that storm. Would you pray with me today? And if you've never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, he says that he will. He, he, when he left, he said, the Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to be your comforter, your counselor, your standby. He's going to come and live on the inside of you and, and show you everything that you need to know. He will. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you love us so much. And we're so sorry that you're in so much pain. And we just are going to tell everyone that you're coming and that we need to, you, they need to be ready. And for the people that haven't asked you, Lord, I just want to pray with you to come and pray with them for you to come and live on the inside of us and talk to us and teach us. You said, my sheep know my voice, and we just believe that we're going to hear your voice, and you're going to teach us how to live in your kingdom right here on the earth. As you said, your kingdom isn't here or there, it's within you. And so we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us and teach us your way. Show us your way. We're just we're answering that knock at our heart, the door of our heart. We're asking you to come in and help us to heed your voice. We love you and praise you, give you all the glory in your name. He is so in love with you and he's warning you. He said the Holy Spirit would tell you things to come. We're not in the dark. He's going to tell us everything that's going to happen before it happens. And there is a storm coming, and you don't want to get caught in that storm. And Jesus is grieving. He's weeping. If you know him, then you know that. If you haven't talked to him lately, get on your knees and find out what you can do to relieve that for him. He's in so much pain. He loves us so much. He gave up his life for us, and he suffered then, and he's still suffering because we're still ignoring him. We still don't see it. And some of us who are calling ourselves Christians are just religious. We're just like the Pharisees. We're saying one thing and we're doing another, and we're not even aware that he's coming or he's in pain. He's in pain. He's calling out to you today to answer him, to go for him, to prepare the way for him. Thank you so much for listening today. And go ahead and just share this video. Help Jesus tell people that he's coming and so they can get ready. You know, he said to love your neighbor as yourself. Can you see your neighbor going to hell? You need to tell them. You need to tell them. And hurry, he's coming. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.